ain't ain't a word, so I ain't gonna use it. You hear that, children? Ain't ain't a word, so I ain't gonna use it. I ain't gonna use it. I ain't right in the head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rock that out. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Ain't Right in the Head podcast. I'm your Ain't Right in the Head podcaster, Mark Hoffman. Pleased to meet you. Hope you're doing well today. And uh, seeing that this is the first podcast for Ain't Right in the Head, I think it's uh, probably best to take some time and introduce myself. Like I said, my name is Mark Hoffman. I'm a reporter with the Herald Standard, where I have a weekly humor column called According to Hoffman. That runs every Sunday. I host a weekly radio show for the newspaper every Friday called Locally Yours on WMBS 590 AM. And, and I would have to say this podcast is a departure from those two entities as I will have a little bit more uh, flexibility and more ability to say naughty words like, um, hmm, oh, shit, I don't know, fart blossom, for example. Now, if my resume sounds good so far, I should add that I've had experience writing, directing, and acting in plays and mystery dinner shows for years. But I've also not participated in those shows for years because after you have the butler committing the crime for every show, it just takes the mystery out. And you're just left with the dinner. And who wants that? Except if you're hungry. Also, you can check out my book, Stupid Brain. It's available for purchase on Amazon.com. I'll leave all the links for all that stuff in the description so you can check it out. Now, I know, I know, that's impressive, but keep your jealous rage in check, please. Let's talk a little about uh, this podcast. It's pretty new territory for me, and uh, I would just have to say the first few dozen, Baker's dozen episodes will be experimental, meaning there may be different content, different run times, different days a new episode will be available and maybe more new episodes per week, as for right now, I only have time to squeeze out one every week. Much like bloody defecation, but don't tell my doctor. Anyway, I want to let you know what this show is all about, but instead of just telling you what I will talk about, it's probably better to tell you what I won't talk about. Let's start with the two big ones. Politics and religion, which all experts say you shouldn't discuss in a bar. And while I'm not at a bar, I am drinking, so I think that qualifies. Uh, I'm not going to talk about sports because, well, let's face it, the only sport I can talk about with any passion is women's beach volleyball. And I really don't talk about it while watching a match. It's, it's more like a series of grunts through labored breathing. I will not talk about cars, vehicles, maintenance, repair, anything like that. I mean, other than kicking tires and how to effectively ignore my check engine light, I'm really of no use to anyone in that subject. No arts, crafts, hobbies, pets, rearranging furniture, self-help, positive feelings, blah, blah, blah. Conspiracy theories? No. I just refuse to do conspiracy theories, and there's nothing behind me saying that. 
No, I'm not a government stooge. No aliens didn't hypnotize me to say that. Just stop asking me all these questions, suspicious voice in my head. Entertainment news? No. If you want to know which celebrity is married to another celebrity, then turn off this podcast and sit in front of an oncoming train. I mean, it's just something that people like to bring up at a party. And after you learn whom Brad Pitt dated while he was in high school, you do a thorough examination of your life. (laughs) You go, is that empty void still there? Yep. And with that said, I wouldn't even venture to do international headline news. Because if you want to know which royal was married to another royal, then turn off this podcast and sit in front of an oncoming train. It's the same thing, obsessing over which prince marries what princess and what they do in their spare time, which I think is all their spare time, it won't fill that void either. I'm not going to talk about money and finances because, well, I can't discuss what I don't have. Traveling, I'm not going to do that because I'm uh, doing this podcast from my basement and that's the extent of my travel. Education, I'll just repeat myself that I am doing this from my basement. And finally, we're not going to talk about relationships and sex. Even though I'm doing this podcast in the nude and watching Women's Speech Volleyball on my other phone. (laughs) Sorry. So with that out of the way, let's check and see how many followers I have. Uh, Zero? Yep. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. It's moving. Oh, it's going to the negatives. Well, maybe I'll have to rethink some of those statements. But what I will talk about now is health issues because, ironically, I get physically ill over prescription drug commercials. Now, I could tolerate the montage of people in pain and discomfort because, I mean, let's face it, that's always entertaining. But, you know, you see them get better in the commercial. I mean, they're able to go outside for a walk without vomiting blood all over the sidewalk. Or they're not worrying about their allergies while they're crouching in the bushes and watching their neighbor's teenage daughter undress through her bedroom window. Or uh, the guy's meeting his girlfriend's parents for the first time, knowing he's free and clear of crabs or anal warts and or HIV. But actually, the one commercial I like best is the one with the band and the lead singer who has like Crohn's disease or something. So the band's all on stage and they're wondering where their lead singer is. Then the girl just shows up, they begin to play their fake song. And we know it's a fake song because we can't even hear the song because the announcer's like talking over the commercial. Then you know, all we can like decipher from her performances, the song is, hey, and that's about it. Anyway, it's baffling to me that following the concert, They're in their tour bus, they're laughing and smiling while looking at photographs on their cell phones and eating fast food, which would be fine if this were a touring polka band full of geriatric musicians. But these are young, attractive rock stars. I mean, so why aren't they having gangbangs with their groupies or snorting cocaine off of each other's genitals? What I'm trying to say is I want some sort of realism in my prescription drug commercials. I mean, is that too much to ask? I mean, we're we're talking about some serious stuff here. Now, what I don't want in those commercials, or any other commercials as a matter of fact, is the use of popular songs where the name of the product is shoehorned into the chorus. Like, I don't know, O.O. Obzempic, you know? They're so cringy and wrong, and 
And that's the real obnoxious thing about the drug companies making obscene profits. It's, it's the fact that they can afford the rights to those songs and molest them however they like. Now, the absolutely worst offender is the drug Trilogy, where the song ABC from the Jackson 5 is brutally hijacked to promote the power of Trilogy's one, two, three, fast acting. Uh, I don't even know or give a shit what it does, but the commercial is so annoying, and everyone in my family knows how much it annoys me because they make a point of singing it to me whenever it airs. I mean, my nine-year-old even dances to it until I threw a lamp at her head. Now she knows better. I mean, I don't, but I truly don't think they know the extent to which that commercial infuriates me. I mean, I, like I said, I still don't know what Trilogy is supposed to do or cure, but I hate that commercial so much, I will flat out refuse to take that medication. I mean, the doctor can tell me tomorrow, Mark, it, it looks bad. I, I don't know what you've done to yourself over the years, but we can save you as I'm going to write you a prescription for Trilogy. It's that commercial with the Jackson 5 song, and then I just have to hold up my hand to stop him, and then extend a middle finger to make a point. I'll say, not today, you quack, because today I'm going to greet death like a Viking. That being said, today's podcast is brought to you by a Trilogy. Of course, I'm just kidding. This is the first episode. We don't have any commercials because we don't have any sponsors. I mean, if Trilogy really wants to have a commercial just out of spite to annoy me and pay me, I don't know, like $800,000 to have it play and have me tattoo their brand across my back, well, I mean, it's a free country. I, I won't refuse, but uh, until then, I'm going to take the proactive approach and find a sponsor in the Yellow Pages. Now, the beautiful thing about the Yellow Pages is they have ads already there, and you can just rewrite them to fit your podcast. With that said, we'll be right back after this commercial break. If you have a problem and no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the ATM. Serving the Los Angeles underground since 1983, this small business specializes in domestic and foreign non-lethal dispute resolutions. The four owners are handy with power tools and other hardware. They have expertise in explosions and demolition. Their fees are high but easily negotiable and they only hire veterans. The ATM is recognized by the Better Business Bureau and Soldier of Fortune magazine. Find someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows Amy and again, maybe you can hire the ATM. That's A-T-E-A-M, ATM. Yeah, turned out all right. I sure hope they don't sue me or fire a rocket into my basement. I mean, this podcast is bad enough, but at least that'll make a great headline. Almost as great as this one. Delta Airlines flight attendants restrained a passenger on a flight from Puerto Rico to New York after he shouted, I am God, and claimed he would save the world forcing the plane to return to the airport in San Juan. Puerto Rican police and the airline says Delta credited the passengers with helping subdue the man who became, quote, unruly on board. Now, to be fair, this day and age, an unruly passenger on an airplane is, I don't know, someone just says anything louder than you would at a busy supermarket. Puerto Rican police then took custody of the man identified as Carlos Ramirez, 30 years old, and the case was taken over by the U.S. Federal Bureau of Investigations. Now, this is probably one of those cases that the feds didn't have to pull jurisdiction 
Like, you know, like those, um, uh, the bank hostage movies where the local cops are there and they have the scene under control and the FBI shows up and says, piss off you podunk keystone cops. We'll take over from here. Now, this is probably the opposite where the police called them in because they didn't want to deal with this guy because first he's nuts or the local authorities are like really religious and didn't want to run the risk of doing a full body cavity search on God. So they probably called the feds and said, no, 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 no. We're way too bogged down with our other cases to handle this. And besides, this happened in the air. So it's federal. Also, the guy said he's a deity. So you might want to like to send the X-Files out here too. The suspect, quote, was aggressive and shouted, I am God. San Juan is going to disappear tomorrow. I came to save the world, and I am going to end terrorism. That, that's a tall order, even for God, but hey, who am I? Uh, and he also tried to enter the main cabin, the statement said. The cockpit door remained closed and secured throughout the incident, Delta said, even though a stewardess radioed the cockpit to say, you got to check this shit out. Delta applauds the quick action of professionalism on the crew of the Delta Flight 579, the airline said. The flight attendant crew swiftly restrained the individual with help of some of the customers, meaning everyone got a chance to punch and kick the guy for scaring the shit out of them earlier. Um, let's see. The flight ultimately arrived at JFK International Airport two hours late. Um, look, you know, I'm no theologian, but I think it's safe to say that this guy isn't God. I mean, like, say what you want about the creator, but I'm pretty sure announcing that you're God during a flight isn't the best venue for that reveal. I mean, becoming aware that you're God is a special time in a person's life. I remember when I found out I was God, but unlike the fraud in this story, I kept it on the down low. I mean, I, I remember it like it was yesterday. I was 27 years old, full of piss and vinegar, more piss than vinegar. And I was thinking about my uncanny skill to predict the rhyming song lyric that the singer was singing before the singer even sang it. I know that sounds like, like a haiku, I guess, but it's not. It's true. So I started smiting strangers on the street when I watched the news later that night. And I get to see the people who died that day. And they, if they show their picture, I'm going, that looked like that guy that I decided to smite. It was just on a delay. I mean, getting back to the moral of the story is when you announce that you're a god, just you know, keep it on the down low. Smite whomever you want, end terrorism if you want, you know, prevent San Juan or Puerto Rico or whatever from disappearing. Just be aware of air traffic regulations and FAA laws. Well, that's it for this first show. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm hoping to try to keep it at this length every time for your enjoyment, which is what a majority of my ex-girlfriends have already heard. And while I've disappointed all of them, I certainly hope to not disappoint you. Depending on my work and family obligations, uh, I'll try my best to give you one show a week, and I definitely try to give it my all, which is what a majority of the audience members heard from my X-rated donkey exhibition in Mexico. At least I didn't disappoint them, and the donkey sure didn't complain. Meanwhile, check out my humor column in the Herald Standard every Sunday, which is tomorrow. Don't forget to check out my radio show, Locally Yours, on WMBS 590 AM uh, every Friday at 1115 AM. 
Uh, and don't forget to tell your friends and family to follow this podcast. And don't forget to check out another special episode of Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Check your local listings for details. That's it for me. I'm checking out.